Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. It's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. I'm not one of those who can easily hide. I don't have much money, but boy, if I did, I'd buy a big house where we both could live. But then again, no, or a man who makes potions in the traveling show. I know it's not much, but it's the best I can do. My gift is my song, and this one's for you. Tell everybody This is a song It may be quite simple But now that it's done I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind That I'll put down the words How wonderful life is While you're in If last night, the great Elton John, your song, what a beautiful, beautiful song. If last night was, in fact, an audition to be Donald Trump's running mate, guess who won? You know, I've been saying all morning long, the person who won the debate last night was Trump. He wasn't even there. He won by a wide margin. Well, my next guest may have won the running mate part last night. She wasn't there either. But, but, the very first commercial break... On that Fox News debate last night, she was the first face that you saw right before Lindsey Graham from the same great state of South Carolina. It's my dear friend, a very, very impressive young politician, the lovely Nancy Mace. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, sir. How are you this morning? Did you stay up and watch the whole thing last night? I did. I until 11 o'clock, and I had to be up at 3.30 in the morning, and I'm a little tired and uh, even more angry today than usual. And what, really made, and what really made me angry, too, Nancy, was these are my people. I'm a Republican, and I was hoping mm-hmm. that somebody, somebody, I know Trump is the man. You know I know how I feel. Somebody was going to jump out at me. I know Nikki and Tim are both from your state, and you love them, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. There were some better than others, but nobody jumped off the screen last night and said to me, I'm worthy of giving Donald Trump a decent fight. Nobody. Yeah. Well, you look at the viewership last night alone. I mean, his interview had over 100 million views and counting as of midnight. And so it's clear in the polling and the the attention that he's getting, clear front runner. Anybody who wants to deny that is, is denying reality. Um, last night, of course, you know, I love Nikki and Tim. I thought, you know, if you're a South Carolinian, you should be really proud this morning about how they handled themselves in the debate page. And I got to tell you, I said, I love watching a strong woman dispense of her opponents like it's nobody's business. <laughs> oh, I know so, you do. As yeah. a woman, I yeah. enjoy yeah. that. Like, yeah. I love to debate. I love vigorous debate. It, you know, I, I enjoyed that a little bit. Strong women, strong leadership. You don't have to agree with 
with her on everything, but um, I did love watching her dispense of others on the stage. Well, I, I will tell I, you that, though, she, she, for me, was the most, it. she was the most impressive. I said that this morning. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to, to say this to you, but I thought Tim Scott was awful. Not bad, awful. And any real designs that Trump had of making him his his uh, running mate, that had to end last night. That's my opinion. But I did think Nikki was, uh, was very good. She did make the point when they were fighting the men that this is why, you know, whoever she quoted about women, Women. That's why women should mm-hmm. be in charge. And I thought she did a good job going back and forth with Vivek. Uh, she did. She did come out. I was surprised about this, though, Nancy, and shut down the Republican Party when it came to the deficit. She said, hey, you want to be honest? It's not Joe Biden's fault. It's our fault. What do you think about it that? Is. And she's she's the only one on stage that admitted the facts and admitted the truth, because it's been Republicans and Democrats alike for decades that got us into this mess. Just look at the debt ceiling fight. That we just had Republicans added $20 trillion of debt over the next decade, or 18.2, if we're being specific. Uh, we're going to have $50 trillion of debt under Republicans' ma- majority in the House in 10 years if we keep it that way. And, and so, like, I like the clarity and the honesty because if we're being honest, this election is going to be decided by independent voters, by purple districts and purple states, a, a district like mine where we have a plurality of independent voters. They outnumber Republicans and Democrats. And there's not – I mean, there's, it's not always black and white, uh, red or blue, Republican or Democrat. There's a lot in the middle, a lot of gray, and a lot of blame to put on both sides of the aisle when it comes to spending. Anybody that says otherwise is not telling you the truth. Fair First enough. thing you have to do is admit it's fault. That's fair, and she did uh, make mm-hmm. that point, Nikki Haley, last night, Nancy. Now, I want you to explain to me, because I can't figure it out, The mm-hmm. this unbelievable uh, celebratory nature of Vivek. Now, I told you this morning when he came out and said what he said about Israel and Taiwan a couple of days ago, that blew it for mm-hmm. me. But even before that, I know he's a smart guy. I get it. Trump supporters, every time he spoke last night, they went nuts. I can't figure it out. Tell me what I'm missing. Well, I think, you know, when Trump came along in 2016, he had this air of authenticity. It, it was real. He was telling you what he believed from his heart. He wore his heart on his sleeve. And wasn't poll tested, wasn't a caricature of himself, wasn't just repeating talking points or pablum. And Vivek, I believe, is resonating. And I think his numbers will rise in the polls after the debate last night for people who watched it because this this individual, he's he's authentic. He's telling what he believes to be the truth. Even if you disagree, I think people will look beyond some of his positions, which some of them are untenable in a general election. But because he's just so real and comes across as honest and authentic, that's what's resonating with people. Because, you know, America doesn't trust Congress. They don't trust the White House. We've given them no reason to. And so when someone comes across and you feel like he didn't prep for the debate tonight, he's just coming out as Vivek himself, you know, people have a lot more trust and faith in that person, even when they disagree with him. And I think that's the fascination. That's the interest. He was unlike anybody else on stage last night. He just came across as very authentic and i think that's that that says a lot i think about the process as well um but the other thing that i noticed too last night is that you know i come from a very purple district and even you know the former president we don't always see eye to eye on things but you know no one on the stage is willing to say hey you know may disagree with him you know from a personality perspective but you know here are all the things he did policy wise that were good for our country my reminding people that we had the lowest unemployment rate for black and brown African-Americans and women under his presidency, that we did 
um, criminal justice reform in the in the form of prison reform in a bipartisan way in December of 2018, that he rolled back regulations, that he reduced taxes. And those tax redu- reductions are going to expire very soon. And no Republican on stage talked about what they would do to get those back to mm. hardworking middle class Americans. And so that part was really missing for me. You don't have to agree with him personally. But the policy matters. And, and and so that was sort of interesting to me. And the other thing is that no one really showed what they would do to roll back Biden's failed policies. Like there was no contrast between Joe Biden and the candidates on stage. And that, I think, was a fail. And that next time, I hope that we can talk about what Joe Biden has done to this country yep. and how we are going to fix it. Well, let's stop right here. That's all uh, I want to know. Well, let's do it yeah. right now. The first thing you already explained, uh, you talked about Trump. They didn't make the points, but you did very eloquently. And you didn't even put in mm-hmm. there the Abraham Accords, peace in the Middle East, right. no war in Ukraine, all the other great things Trump did. The second part, Biden, his failures and what we can do about it. Make believe you're on stage right now. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> Nancy Mace, you've got the floor. Biden's failures. How do we fix it? Well, you have to, number one, you know, roll back all the, the the bureaucracy that we have. These bureaucrats are making decisions and rules and policies that were not meant to be done in statute. And addressing the regulatory state, addressing the bureaucratic state, making sure that when, you know, we have bureaucrats that get in charge and they have too much power, they can be fired from their jobs. Like, if you can fire federal employees, we wouldn't be in the situation that we are in today. Um, you got to fire these guys at the top, like Merrick Garland and, and Christopher Ray, and all those guys that are part of the corrupt system that is running the federal government. Because it's not so much about the elected officials. They're just the face. It's the bureaucrats that are, that are running this country into the ground. Um, the second thing that we've got to do is address the spending. Like, if you don't say to Congress, I'm not signing this until you balance the budget, whether it's 15, 16, or 20 years, Nothing else matters. I went to the grocery store last weekend. I spent almost $500 for food for my kids and I for the week at the grocery store just doing meat, fruit, and vegetables. And so the spending issue, we have got to take back control of the out-of-control spending. And the president is the only person that can do that. Um, And then, you know, women's issues, of course, uh, showing that balance between you know, Democrats want to deny they're up, you know, they, they, they're they not they don't support abortion up to birth. But Roe allowed that to happen. And so where is the middle ground on that? How are we going to protect women who've been raped? And a president, the vice president can give that direction to the Congress and say, we need to protect women. And this is how we do that. And so whether it's a Republican or uh, House or Senate or Democrat, et cetera, showing that you can lead a nation out of crisis is going to be paramount and not to mention the foreign policy issues that we have. And, and right now we're in a very partisan primary nomination process. But once we get beyond that, we've got to show how we can work to move the ball forward. I just got back from an international delegation. And when we are so divided as a nation the way that we are right now, we look so weak on the world stage. We look weak with Biden. We look weak when we're fighting. And showing a little bit of strength through peace and through building up our defenses, you know, we have a lot more ability to keep the world safer and that's what i would be doing i couldn't but I'm agree not more on the stage. <laughs> well, but he, i'm not on the stage i, I, I am just watching on the TV. <laughs> i wish you were because you were just significantly better than any of the people i watched last night on stage 60 mm-hmm. to 90 Very seconds nice. to go yeah. nancy you're great as always uh, i know you uh, work alongside jim jordan and jim comer and all those folks mm-hmm. that are trying to uh, put biden in prison where are we with the oversight committee with the house 
Continuing the investigation and just this week, the Washington Post started to cover the disastrous issue of the corruption of the money laundering of the bribery by the Biden family. We have got to uncover every piece of evidence we can in short order, and we have to share it with the American people. You know, Congress itself is not trusted. We've given the people no reason to trust us, but I hope they will trust the evidence as it comes out. We have to show through bank records that these SARS reports, these devastating SARS reports were real and show, you know, if Joe Biden was doing everything on the up and up, why did he lie about his interaction with his son and his son's business partners and his son's companies and their clients? Why did he have to use a pseudonym if everything was above board? And so, you know, we've got to show all these things. It's going to take time. I'm standing right by Jamie Comer's side and Jim Jordan's side to show the American people the truth. If you could see what I have seen, you would be asking yourself, why isn't this guy in prison? Right. And, you know, I, I, I represent a very independent district. Ran into a voter yesterday afternoon, not Republican, not Democrat, not a supporter of, of Donald Trump. But even he is coming around and he's saying, hey, the double standard here, the way Joe Biden is, is treated versus Donald Trump is not acceptable. And, uh, you know, and he's probably going to end up supporting the former president. I mean, he's that angry about it. He's not even Republican. I mean, that's where we're headed. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. I'd love to hear that. Uh, by the way, Saturday is the start of college football season. And uh, what I want to do this year is uh, go down to your state and uh, go to that steakhouse that you met my daughter Ava at, you, that you took her to. Yep. And then uh, you and I go to a, a mm-hmm. Clemson football game together. How about that? We can make that happen. I would love that. Let's do it. <laughs> is it Clemson or, or South Carolina? Which uh, team do we like better? It's the Citadel, baby. It's the oh, Citadel. Oh, that's right. You went to Citadel. <laughs> There's only that's one. Right. <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> Citadel. Hey, listen, uh, great job as always. I love having you on this show. You really are terrific. And I'll say it again. You won last night because you moved even closer to being Donald Trump's running mate. So thank you, Nancy Mace. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Have a great day. You too. There she is out of South Carolina, Nancy Mates, back on Sid and Friends in the morning.